Hey, everybody. Happy Monday. It's time for the Joke Workshop here at MutinyRadio.fm in .sf. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. We're all here to do comedy in front of each other. Yay! There's, like, there's stuff up there. There's bleach and there's alcohol thingy wipes. If you didn't bring your own microphone and you have your own mic condom, that's great. If you don't, there's plastic bags up there, so you'll hear the crinkly plastic bag of shame. Uh, when you're done with your crinkly plastic bag of shame, throw it in the bag over that's attached to the wall because I use them later to put pot treats in because you've only been using the outside with your COVID mouth, not the inside. Oh, and sometimes I use them for like cat poop and stuff too. All right. So um, please donate 2 to $5 to Mutiny Radio. You can also Venmo us at Mutiny Radio because, oh, we're keeping the doors open and it's so fun. And this is Joke Workshop and it's been going on every Monday since like the beginning of time. Uh, all right, I'm putting Ian on the list. Langlands, and I've got Josh Kahn here too. So people do four minute sets. When you're at three minutes, you'll hear the horn. That means you have a minute left. And then we talk about your set for four minutes. Um, or, I mean, if there's not enough to talk about, whatever, we cut off the time. But so come in here and use this microphone. Keep your mask on. And that way we'll kind of try to keep things clandestine. And thanks for wearing your masks out there and being all safe and all that shit. But please take notes for each other. And remember that if you're going to feed someone a shit sandwich, make the bread taste good. Nice compliment sandwich. But we want to be honest with each other and not like blow smoke up each other's asses because if something's like, I don't know. Uh, so. You know, no hate speech. I'm talking too much. We're going to get started right now with your first comedian. Put your hands together for Gary Hughes. Yay! <laughs> Gary Hughes, safety with his own microphone. All right, it works. I'm so happy. All right. Let's do this. Um, raise your hand if you uh, was like had weapons growing up. Anybody had weapons? You get whooping by your parents. Anybody had weapons? Just a black guy? You guys? Okay. Different? Uh, yeah. Okay. No? Take away your books? That kind of thing? That's what they did? Okay. That's cool. Uh, I, I had weapons. Uh, I, I would rank them. Uh, in third place, I was a little bit part of that switch era. You had to go outside, get a switch, bring it back, get a whooping. That was third place. Second place, my mother used to whip me with the extension cord. The extension cord, yeah. Unplug the whole house just to whip my ass. Like, that's how you knew I was getting whoopings. If you walk past the apartment and it was all dark and I was screaming, it's old Gary getting his ass whooped. That's how the people knew. And uh, the, in first place, the worst one of all, the worst one of all is when she made me just go stand in the corner. She's like, go stand in the corner until I tell you to come out. Because we had black mold in the corner, so I'd just be breathing. She's like deep breaths. I'd be deep breathing in mold the whole time, like thirty minutes, and I'd just be passed out from all them. Feel. If you won't listen to me, maybe that fungus could tell you something. And that was the worst, worst punishment of all time. Uh, <laughs> smart watches. Like I just spit on my microphone. That's good. I could do it. Uh, smart watches are very dangerous. Smart watches are dangerous. Everybody has a smart watch. Uh, it's not needed, right? You see people with smartwatches, they just get a text message, they just always looking at their... Like, if, like, if... I'd be imagining if, like, Secret Service has smartwatches, like, all the presidents would be dead right now, you know? It'd just be like, oh, I got a notification. <laughs> oh, shit! Mr. President, I'm so... I'm so sorry, I got a notification about Kim Kardashian changing her name to Kim Kardashian West. 
and I thought that was pretty interesting. So, just just that instant, uh, I figured something out with that. I am so black. Is that a thing? I'm not. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Are you guys gathered up before I got here or something? Yeah, when he said I'm so black, we don't say this. That was not a call response, <laughs> but <laughs> that was great though. It really caught me by surprise. I'm so that I, when I enter a room, I always ask where the hoes at. It's just like a thing to ask where the hoes at, and it's like it's like just saying how do you do. It's like where the hoes at. Even with a girlfriend, you like where the hoes at, and then you supposed to say. I don't know where the hoes at, and then I'd be like, "How you been? You been good? You having like election anxiety or something?" Like that? And then, but it's just saying where the hoes at. That's basically it's like a greeting of mine. Um, <laughs> if you wanna, yeah, if you wanna speak my language, I do go on GoFundMe a lot just to look at how arrogant people are to donate and then leave their names on that shit. <laughs> they got their whole name, the profile picture, and everything. They got their Instagram underneath it. You're like, yo, you are you helping people or are you just trying to do this for yourself? You're not really I always do anonymous shit. I don't do I don't do that. Uh I've done uh there's a lot of stereotypes, right? Uh you drive a car, certain car, uh certain food, however you dress, stereotypes. I can't wait for non binary stereotypes. Those are gonna be the best. It's something very simple. Very simple, like, hey, non-binary people take long lunch breaks. That's it. Something very simple. Or, hey, you can't go out and eat with a non-binary person. They take so long to find what to eat, among other things. Um, like, like, no, I'm talking about like their drink order. Their drink order. Their drink order. <laughs> All right, I'm Gary Hughes, man. That's it, man. I appreciate it. Gary Hughes, everyone. Gary Hughes. All right, uh, the microphone back here is live for comments. Uh, I really enjoyed the smartwatch joke with the thing uh, because, and how can they see it anyway? Like, it's so tiny. You would have to put your glasses on to be able to look at your watch, like to see what it was saying anyway. So it's, it takes so much time. I don't see how it's a time saver. Um, where did you learn where the hose at? Like, maybe like it was your mom or an uncle or just something. Because obviously this wasn't a sentence that you just like came up with on your own. There's... You had to hear it in some from somewhere, and I'm hoping it's like from your grandma or something like that. Um, but I always enjoy whatever you do. You're amazing. Sierra has some comments. Yeah, I have like one little note, and it's just praise because you're my best friend. Uh, and it's just that with the 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 GoFundMe donors, right? There was just this moment where like you're talking about how they have their picture, and then you just pause and point at the audience like as though you're that person, just being like this. And if you just hold that for a beat longer, that's like the funniest shit in the whole world. And I just, I want more of you posing as a non-anonymous donor. That's funny as hell. Gary Hughes, everyone. Yay, Gary Hughes. Yay, and then yay. That's how the joke workshop works. All right, your next comedian. Super funny lady. You're going to love her. Clap your hands together for Sierra Hager. How are you living? No, how are you living? Oh my God. It's the end of the world. Um, how do we feel about sexting? Pro-sex, sex positive. Samesies. 
yeah. I, I'm I'm so sexed positive. I if you want to have real sex with me, you have to have sexed with me first. And here's why. You you gain a lot of information about the person that you're sexting with. Uh, okay, so so for example, um, I was sexting with this guy recently, and it was really fun. We'd been doing it for about like 20 or 30 minutes, and he hadn't mentioned my clit yet. Fine, benefit of the doubt. So I said something really helpful and sexy, like, how are you gonna make me come? Uh, and, and then he was like, I'm just gonna keep having sex with you. <laughs> like more, just extra, just better, it, continuing. Uh, and then I had this like M. Night Shyamalan moment, and you've had this for sure, where you realize the guy that you're sexting with has never in his life given a woman an orgasm. Um, and it's just, it, you know, and that's like fine. It's just these days I don't have a lot of time and it's so much to like groom and then go and then you, and then you show up and figure out that he doesn't know how to do it. And just that's, I don't have time for that. No one does. Um, not in these uncertain times, trademark. Uh, I, I should have known though before I started, or I, whatever. I, he, he used a lot of eggplant emojis. Uh, and, and so just, this is just a fact of science, maybe just something helpful for, for young people to know. If you use eggplant emojis non-ironically in your sexting, you have never in your life given a woman an orgasm. <laughs> that's, and that's science. Uh, and if you're like, <laughs> I feel like the energy is like a little bit tense in the room right now. Like maybe there's someone out here who's like, well, I use eggplant emojis unironically in my sexting and I have given women orgasms, but you have not. <laughs> that's that's incorrect. Uh, and, and just for the men in here who want to give women orgasms, you're just like feeling a little bit anxious. Like, how do I know if I've done it? You don't. Because it's super easy to fake an orgasm. It's easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Um, <laughs> th there's this thing called confirmation bias. And confirmation bias is when you want to give a girl an orgasm and you try to give a girl an orgasm. And she seems like she's had an orgasm and then she says, thank you for the orgasm. And you're like, well, that makes sense. My job here is done. And then you and your little eggplant emoji penis high five and drive off into the sunset. Thank you. Uh, later on, I'm either going on a lesbian date or just hanging out with a new friend. <laughs> but I don't know which. So I actually, I wrote that joke. Uh, I said it last week. I wrote that joke and then I went out with this girl uh, and we had a great time. We went and got some drinks and she was really friendly and flirty and snuggly and said that I was pretty. Uh, and then I left the date and I still didn't know because straight girls do that shit. I just don't know. And anyways, I'm hanging out with her again next week. Um, and there's this like old adage, like what does is, what is a lesbian bring to a second date? A U-Haul. Yeah, we, right. Uh, so I'm just kind of stressed out because I don't know what to bring. Uh, yeah, I'm Sierra Hager. Thanks, guys. Sierra Hager, yay! She had the plastic bag of shame. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm joking. You're, uh, great set as always. I love that opener. I think it's so brilliant. The how are you living? I think it's so great. Um, 
with the sexting and when you say samesies, I think you can tag on there like an emoji or a hashtag right after that too. Like you like sexting, like, I don't know, whatever silly emojis. Before you get to eggplant, but just to preload it, yeah, I think there's something there after samesies. Um, I don't know why I wrote down little yellow different better on sexting, but it was after something about the penis, Somebody but that there was no, <laughs> it's an old Nuperin reference, but just little yellow different better. <laughs> like, I don't know. That's not funny at all. I don't know why I wrote that down. The lesbian date, I like the new one-liner, just quick and quickness of it. I think that that's great. Uh, yeah. Co com oh. Ian's got some comments. Do you have a comment? No. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, actually, because I saw this last week, I think you developed the uh, sexting joke really well. I think that's like super, uh, this is just a compliment. I don't have any notes, but I thought that joke really developed really well. Yeah, nice job. Other compliments? She's just running away. Does anybody else have any comments, compliments? Everybody's good? She's hilarious. Everybody, Sierra Hager, yay! All right. Okay. Um, so you don't want to go next or you do? It doesn't matter. So do you want to Rosham with Ian Langlands? Okay. All right, your next comedian, put your hands together, everybody, for Mike Vaughn! Yeah! I was about to go raw dog out of here. Yeah! Going raw dog for COVID. <laughs> Man! Who do I gotta blow around here to get a parking space, first of all? My goodness, you guys don't even wanna know what I had to do for that parking space across the street. Yeah. Anyway, um, how you guys feeling about COVID, man? I, I think, you good? <laughs> Look, I'm getting ready to go into it already, bro. <laughs> right? Jeez, man. I miss buffets, though. You know, that's my main thing with COVID, man. You know, I miss having a buffet, man. I miss just going to a nice restaurant and just going all out. You know what I mean? You know, I remember going to a buffet before this whole COVID shit started, man. And I swear it was like being in a freaking uh, museum or something, man. It was just awesome to me, man. I, I couldn't believe it. So I'm walking around getting my food. I got my plate and somebody's kid is walking around that fucker. You know, you hate kids walking around buffets because they're gross, you know. Kids are gross walking around sneezing on shit, touching shit, you know. You know. And so one little kid, he was just following me around the buffet. He's like, hey, fat man, hurry up. Hurry up, hey, fat man. I'm like, somebody gonna come get their kid, man. I'm gonna slap the shot, slap the shit out of anybody's kid, first of all. You know? And so I'm like, somebody better come get their kid in here, man. So the kid was fucking around, so he grabbed a piece of chicken and he threw it at me. I'm like, somebody better come get their kid, man. This shit's getting real right now. This is all food wars here. So I grabbed a piece of chicken and the little kid had put some chocolate on it. So I tried it, and it turns out that shit was pretty good. So you guys go ahead and try that chocolate chicken out. Tell them Mike Bond sent you next time. Tomorrow's voting day, everybody's happy to do that. You know, I know, right, if you haven't voted already. You know, I don't want to get too personal, but I'm voting for the old white dude, so that's, that's all I'm telling people, you know? I really am, man, because, you know, it's, it's too much going on with people these days. Vote for this guy, vote for that guy, who the hell knows? I might even vote for the first nurse, you know what I'm saying? Because these presidents are old as fuck, you know what I'm saying? We're going to see the first nurse up on stage with him, like, wake up, <laughs> wake up. <laughs> Nodding off and shit like that, man. It's crazy, ain't it? Crazy what we got to deal with these days, man. I know, right? 
Shit. I just realized I had a big ass head, man. Clap it up. You you got a big head. I know you. Yeah, you you got those problems too, man. You do too back there. I see you, brother. I, I see you. You know, it's hard having a big ass head too, cause you know, big head people. We always want to sit in the front row like this gentleman right here, blocking up shit. You know, you can't see over him. <laughs> you know, it's fucked up because I went to go buy a hat the other day, and the dude at the hat shop was like, "Hey, man, it's gonna be eight to twelve weeks before we get your size in." I'm sorry, your head is just too big, man. It's just what it is. You know, and I realized I had a big ass head when I looked at my son the other day and I was like, damn, you got a big ass head. It's huge. And I looked at his mom and I realized he don't get it from me. <laughs> I mean, he, excuse me, he gets it from me. I'm all over the place. <laughs> right? Couple comments, couple comments. Okay, here we go. <laughs> I think that was it for me, guys. All right. Oh is, that, oh, is that a minute? Oh, I thought that was get the hell off the stage time. Okay. Where was I? Oh, couple conversations I got to have with my son. How to deal with the police and son, you got a big ass head. You know what I'm saying? Seriously though, man. Can't go throwing that shit around everywhere too. You know, I almost killed my wife the other day, man. I was just laying on her chest. That was it. You know, it was fucked up, man. You guys married in here? Anybody married? No? Everybody's happy then, all right? Everybody's like, fuck, I'm happy, man. Well, shit. Right? Oh, divorced. Oh, wow. She, okay, married, good. So you know, so you know. You can't argue with a woman, you know what I'm saying? I went out and I, I ordered on Amazon. I went out and got a book on how to argue with my wife. The first page just said, shut the fuck up. And that was the whole book. Just shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up. You know? So that was my minute, guys. What you think? Oh, Yay! Man. Mike Bonds, everyone. <laughs> Mike Bonds, hooray. Uh, I miss buffets. It's so funny. It's so funny. Um, I think that you have an opportunity to maybe even build that up a little bit more with some other things you miss and then hit it with, you know what I really miss? Buffets. Like <laughs> like small things and yeah. then hit it because the buffet thing is really great. Um, and the chicken and the chocolate is hilarious. I just m make sure you mention it that it's a chocolate fountain because I think I remember you doing this before yeah. and that it's that there used to be these ideas of chocolate fountains where everybody just like dipped shit yeah. in this. <laughs> I mean, in COVID times, there will never be another chocolate fountain. I know, like, right? There is no more <laughs> Rest fondue. In peace, chocolate fountains. <laughs> yeah, there's no chocolate fountains. It's like they're the sacrificial lambs of COVID. Um, and great recovery from the horn when you when I you I honked you and you you got right back into your jokes. It was super professional. Uh, all right, other comments. Yeah, I have a comment, which is like you were you're talking about how you're looking at your son and he has a big head and then you look at your wife and uh, you said you didn't get it from me. Right. And you said that. I and it, to say he didn't get it from his mom. No, I, I know. I, totally. I know. But like but before you corrected yourself, you got to laugh because yeah. you're just so funny. Like whatever the fuck you're saying, we're so on board with it. Like you're like genetically funny. Oh, OK. And yeah, so, like so like. Just before you correct yourself, <laughs> wait and see if we laughed first. You know what I mean? We fucking loved that anyway. Good point. Other comments? Other comments? Are you guys That's not entertained? He's perfect. He's amazing. Are you not entertained? He's Isn't super entertained. Clap it up wildly. Isn't that why you're here? All right. Clap it up wildly okay, for Mike Bond. Yay! So you can dump that in the little bag. See the little white bag on the wall? You can put your bag in the little white bag on the wall. Turn toward me, turn toward me, and there's a white bag. Yeah, that's where we're putting the bags because I, I swear I'll, I'll reuse them for like weird shit. I, I don't want to just throw plastic away because I'm, you know, the earth or whatever. The earth. Um, you know, the earth. All right, um, we're going to have another comedian, and then things are going to be a little bit different. We're going to have a comedian. He doesn't want to be broadcast, so I'm going to put on a song and then turn off 
the sound so that we're just going to do it kind of without sound. He's just going to do it just for us, and then I'll turn it back on for the radio listening audience, just letting you guys know kind of what's going to happen next. And then we'll pick back up uh, with the following three comics. And, um, yeah, so your next comedian, he's a young man. Put your hands together for Ian Langland. <laughs> All right, hello. How is everyone? You seem very tense in this room right now. I don't know what happened before I walked in. Everybody's a little on edge. Is it about tomorrow? Tomorrow's a little scary. I know. Um, yeah, I don't know. Are you guys thinking about tomorrow a lot? It's kind of a, it's a big day I've heard on the news, talking a lot about tomorrow. Um, yeah, I mean, are you guys scared? Is anybody scared? Are you scared? Why are you scared, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, civil war. Civil war, that's a big one. That's fair. Anybody else, other reasons to be scared? Climate change. Climate change, yeah. That's a big one, yeah, that's a big one. Um, I, I gotta say, you know, I'm not really that scared because, I mean, look at me, like, I'm the poster child for privilege. <laughs> no matter what happens tomorrow, like, a straight white man's gonna win, so. My kind will benefit. You know, I can't help it sometimes. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't help it, you know? I can't help but be ignorant. It's hard for me. <laughs> because, you know, the system is just made for me to win. I don't even realize all the ways that I win in everyday life. Um, yeah. But, you know, I feel like after the whole George Floyd death thing happened, a lot of people on Instagram all of a sudden became like really big activists and I think a lot of that was very good but then like there were like a lot of like white girls that were all of a sudden becoming like Malcolm X posting these like graphics like trying to spread a bunch of stuff and I'm like and I really want to do my best and I'm writing down I'm like what do I have to be guilty about I, I can't keep up with all the shit I got to feel guilty about as a white guy you know it's really it's really hard for me my life is really really hard right Right? <laughs> it's just, I can't keep up. I'm reading all these little infographics, and then I, next thing I see, I see, you know, the white supremacist origins of piano. And now I can't tickle the ivories because it's got racist paths. You know, I can't keep up. You know, pasta? I saw one thing where it's like, why the KKK is linked to pasta? And I can't keep up. I can't eat pasta. I can't eat rigatoni, and I can't play the piano. What's the point of anything anymore, right? Okay? My life is tough, and I want you guys all to feel sorry for me as a tall, straight, white man, okay? All right? <laughs> okay, that's all I have. <laughs> for now, not yet. There's still time. There is still time. Yay! Clap your hands for Ian Langland. And his new mustache. Oh, his new mustache is so cute. I, I'm a big boy now. I love his your cute little mustache. Oh, it's so interesting. and. Okay, so the only, I liked everything you did. I liked that you did the self-deprecation up front. That was all great. I would just call back to the poster child for privilege. Okay. I would say it, because it's yeah. funny the first time you say it, and then you kind of keep saying things, but if you remind us of that, I feel like, I feel like that's a good callback, because you can go in other places, and then when you get sort of edgy, you can bring it back with, okay. I'm the poster child for privilege. I don't know any better. Yeah. 
Okay. Oh, like that's on a poster. You're like, hang in there. Yeah, and it's just me. Okay. <laughs> other comments? Other comments for Ian Langham? Positive thing? Find your voice. You what? Find, find, find your, your voice. Find my find voice. Yeah, voice. I'm getting there slowly. Yeah. I think this week you had more voice than usual, though. Yeah. I think that you were... Um, really confident, which you usually aren't yeah. as confident this week. I think it's mm -hmm. the mustache. I really do. Ian Langland has grown a mustache. I know, it's a big deal. <laughs> and it's like this new sort of, like yeah. even even your body mannerisms, like you were like doing a lot of sort of pointing and motioning to yourself. Yeah. So I feel like you're sort of embodying. Yeah, I'm trying not to rely on the notes too much. Moving. Yeah, I didn't I didn't notice. Maybe that's maybe that was the difference. Mm -hmm. But I just I did feel a lot more confidence from you this week and I attributed okay. it all to the mustache. <laughs> so you, um, if you if you can, if you can even call it a mustache. It's like the peach fuzz, the glorified peach fuzz. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, but that's the thing is that it, 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 there's so much confidence there that you're like young and doing I just thing. woke up today and saw the mustache. I was like, I'm going to yeah. kill November every yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's for Movember. That's really funny. Oh my God. That's great. We should take a picture of it every day. Yeah. Um, other comments for Ian? Clap your hands in a wild slappy like motion. Yay! Yay! Okay, so this is going to be kind of interesting. Um, so I'm going to put it. So if you're listening in the radio listening audience, we're going to be back in like eight minutes. You can either listen to the song or you can uh, fast forward. Eight minutes, and we'll see what happens. So here we go.
to the country I'm gonna eat a lot of peaches I'm moving to the country I'm gonna eat me a lot of peaches I'm moving to the country I'm gonna eat a lot of peaches I'm moving to the country I'm gonna eat a lot of peaches Peaches come from a can They were put there by a man In a factory downtown And if I had my I'm gonna eat a lot of peaches I'm moving to the country I'm gonna eat a lot of peaches I'm moving to the country We're back. We're back. We're back. All right. Your next comedian. He's a lovely human being. He's joined us recently, and he's super funny. We love all the new stuff he's been bringing us. Clap your hands together for Brady. Hey. Uh, oh, that's a disconnected sound. I don't know if I'm okay, man. What's going on with tomorrow? I mean, I'm kind of nervous. I know you can tell. I'm just, um, I feel like there's going to be a run on white sheets at Bed Bath Beyond tomorrow. <laughs> I don't know what we're going to do. You see all these people right now, they're like in these, um, truck posse things and it's like dun 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 suppression dun 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 I mean what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like we have nothing else to do, you know. Um, I just feel like we've been so torn apart recently, you know, and uh, I go in my fantasies, you know, to get away from it. You know, I fantasize about um, having a job. <laughs> and what kind of job I'd like to have, you know, and what would make you know what it could do, and I've always fantasized about being a uh, a marketing executive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, I, I know I can make a difference. I know I can, because I've come up with a series of fragrances for our new condition. It's called the American Collection. The first one is uh, called White Woman. The tagline is, always in front. <laughs> there are pictures of her always in front of the line at Starbucks. Or discussing intensely with the manager at Costco. The next one is for the gentleman in the room. It's, I think it's for you, Ian. It's definitely because it's called Entitled. The tagline is, it's how you feel. <laughs> mm. There'll be pictures of like, uh, you know, a monster truck race, me, 
maybe, and uh, somebody, some guy coughing in an old woman's face. It'll be really fantastic. <laughs> the next one, it's the, it's the one, it's, uh, it's called Unwashed. And uh, it comes with a scent of uh, pine, lavender, and desperation. The theme, um, the tagline is, for the rest of you. There'll be pictures of like an internment camp, maybe children playing in an internment camp, or maybe pepper spraying some protesters. Because that's kind of where we are right now. Um, COVID has got me like really thinking about, you know, things like, I didn't know it was on my COVID, you know, uh, apocalyptic bingo. You know, I didn't think about one thing that just has really stuck with me, and that's, um, I fucking hate cats. No, I fucking hate it. Oh, I'm not, I'm, I'm not talking about um, the animals. I'm talking about the musical. Okay, I mean, the movie, has anyone seen this trailer for this? It's terrifying. Why do we need to see this? Like, what the fuck is going on? Do we deserve this in COVID? Do we deserve a butthole cut? No, there's a butthole cut, like the Snyder cut, but for buttholes. There are cats wearing fur coats. Cat fur coats. What the fuck is going on? These are things I think, right? It's what did we do to deserve this? Did you know that that film is solely responsible for the death of the movie industry? They say it's COVID, but it's not. They don't trust Hollywood to make another movie. <laughs> I don't know if I even trust myself up here. Um, so I think, hi, my name is Brady, and uh, thanks so much. Brady Pearson, yay! We've got comments inside. I love Brady's quiet voice, and and that sheet joke is fire. And um, the you know it's fun when you use that low voice because then you can have fun between tones. So in some of your jokes where you have your like Brady voice like this and then you go back, it gives you this really fun juxtaposition and gives you like a lot of room to play, which I liked. Um, and that low voice worked so well for the marketing voice. I was like, so that you missed your tag oh. on white woman. You have to say it that way, white woman. It's just an extra tag that's so funny after, no, you didn't today. But just, just to remind you, because it's so, that, it's so funny, you have to, white woman. You have to say it that way, white woman. It's such a good tag, and if you don't get the, the yeah, if you miss the, the um, diction on the first time through, you get to say it again, because okay. it is so funny. And that it's how you feel, it's so funny, and um, I would say, there's another thing when you start, you do, I do it in a three at the end with the cats, because you'd say, I hate cats. Not the animal, the musical. And then, not the musical, the movie. Okay. So I do that because, you just went straight into talking about the musical, but let us know about the movie because I it. Said trailer, but okay. Yeah, you said trailer. Yeah, trailer, but then it happened after. I'd uh, be like, I I do it like in a general scale, like okay. one, two, three. I hate cats. I'm not talking about the animal. I'm talking about the musical. I'm not talking about the musical. I'm talking about the movie. Oh my God! Did you see the trailer? There's okay. a butthole cut. Whatever, and then keep going. I just add it, but you know you don't have to listen to me. Uh, other comments? Yay! Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you can also say, like, you hate cats, like, people name cats with K, but anyway. I like your tone. Your tone is definitely, like, it's like inner monologue the whole time, and I can really follow your story, because it's just, it feels like that's just your inner monologue, you know, it's like a voiceover, and I'm just watching you sit there and do your thing, and I like that you're developing the cat material. I remember you talking about that, so it's funny. <laughs> 
for the radio listening audience, he said, when you keep a straight face and you're being hilarious, like he had that low voice and he wasn't, and he wasn't breaking the character at all. He just kept going. Brady, you're the light of my life. Um, uh, you're so funny. You're getting funnier every single second. And I just wanted to throw out there that you are such an indoor comic. And it's really a shame that you have to do all these outdoor mics because it's like it's an indoor voice. Like it has to be quiet for it to build the tension to really work. But when you're doing your low voice, it's fire. Like it's so good. Um, I wanted to suggest with your cats joke that you could rile up the audience by being like cats, people, dogs, people. You know, you could be like, does anyone here love cats? And then someone's saying, I like cats. And you're like, fuck you. You know what I mean? Like you can you can like you can rope someone in and make them your pawn. Um <laughs> Uh, and the, oh, the other thing I just wanted to say is that, uh, you're so controlled vocally. I think I told you about the story where, uh, a long time ago, a black guy in a club told me how to dance and he said, honey, plant your feet and shake your ass. And that's what you really need to do is plant your feet. Oh um, yeah. Cause he's like kind of wandering around. Oh. Yeah. 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 Like, like yeah. if you stay still, it just builds so much more tension when you're doing your thing. Okay. So plant your feet Brady and shake your ass. Oh yeah, he does. He has his. He has a song. He has a song. Put your hands together, everyone, for Brady Pearson! Yay! Brady, we have two comedians left. Your next comedian. Um, what a joy and a wonderment he is. He let me borrow his super cute wig so that I could be sexy Dora the Explorer. And oh my God, Will Brown, I hope you looked at the gift that I sent you because I was super sexy because of your because of your fucking wig. It totally made the outfit. Everybody knew who I was all day. Put your hands together, everybody, for Will Brown! Woo! All right, Feliz Dia de Muertos, everybody. Did you guys walk past all that? Isn't that awesome? I think it's ironic it's the day before the election, and I'm wondering how many dead people are gonna vote tomorrow, because... If it's anything like some of the previous elections, I think we were in for a surprise. Grandma and Grandpa might be voting tomorrow. Um, I'm glad that we have a bouncer here. I feel safer right by the door. It's great. Um, so you guys, I'm, I'm, it's, I feel like I'm in a professional stand-up workshop. I mean, it's not a workshop. I feel like it's like professional room, and I'm here with my notes on yellow paper, so just get ready for that. Um, so. My name is Will Brown. I'm from West Virginia, and that's why I have this hat. And, and I'm also a gay dad, so that's why I talk like that. <laughs> so, if everybody is ready for this. Um, but you know, I was so uh, offended by most of my history teachers all through school. We had West Virginia history, American history, American government. It was endless, and all the teachers, which were coaches, I don't know why all the history teacher, all the history teachers were coaches. Uh, maybe it's because history just was like not as important as like math and English or something. And there, there was already a PE teacher, so I always in a history class was always some dumb coach. But um, I'm actually appreciating learning more and more about the Civil War as we head into the next Civil War <laughs> after this election. I'm like, <laughs> get ready. And you know, West Virginia, not a lot of people know this, there's actually two Virginias. There's regular Virginia and West Virginia, which broke off during the first Civil War to side with the North. <laughs> Little history lesson. It's also the only state that has two panhandles and it's shaped like a big old, uh, I can say it, we're inside. A big old fuck you to the rest of the 
Union. We said fuck you to Virginia and we broke off. Uh, my grandpa was a coal miner, but that wasn't his only job. He was also a dentist. Um, you had to have more than one job back then. Um, one of his skills was um, if he had a loose tooth, he would tie a string around it and then tie the other string to a doorknob and then slam the door. And he called it a Yankee. So that's how we learned to like hate Yankees and not just the baseball players, but like all Yankees, everybody north of the Mason-Dixon line. So I did learn something in history class, I guess. And I'm, I'm ready, you know, all those preppers, like I don't know if you guys know about the preppers, but they've been getting ready for this for a long time in West Virginia and the and surrounding areas. So I'm actually like kind of happy that I have these roots and I know how to like eat canned food and, you know, dig a bomb shelter. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I do kind of have, I'm a little bit like messy. It's kind of like the general disheveled thing. And uh, because, you know, my it was very like, you know, traditional house. My mom was a housewife and my dad worked. And then, so I learned only to do the outdoor chores and my sister did the indoor chores. So now I'm trying to you know, now I live in a one-bedroom condo with no yard, and I'm like, how do these outdoor skills transfer to the inside? So I'm usually like shoveling things out of the way so people can get to the bathroom. Uh, you know, the word hoarder has been thrown around in my apartment a few times, and but you know, but then I hold on to awesome things like wigs that I can loan to my friends. So uh, I think that's about it. I have like lots of notes, but uh, we'll get to it later. But thank you. Will Brown, everyone. Will Brown. Uh, good riffing on the bouncer. It's always great to riff at the top because then it makes you seem more personable and that you're not reading a script. You're just throwing things around. And even though you had a list, it still felt like super fresh and that you were throwing around new ideas. I love, I love what you do and who you are on stage. Your personality is like super clear and I always enjoy it. So... Um, Eat canned food, bomb shelter. There's got to be a funny third. Like, that's the only note I would have. Like, There's fuck many. my sister. It's hard when I'm gay. <laughs> oh, I like, forgot my yeah, favorite West Virginia I know Virginia how to joke. do things from Virginia or in the apocalypse. I know how to eat canned food. I know how to build a bomb shelter. I know how to fuck my sister. <laughs> it's super hard because I'm gay. Or yeah. whatever. Like, yes. Like, that was really or good. Or is it easier because he's gay? Yeah. I don't know. Does she look like a man? I mean, it just depends how much you want to make from your sister. Um... But I, I enjoyed everything you're doing. Other comments? Comments from Brady. I really loved your fresh um, top of your show. That was really nice, the current events, the way you did it. It's really, really good. So thanks for that. Um, and it's really great to have this new material. You did a wonderful job, I thought. Thank you. Yeah, I have tons more West Virginia jokes. I forgot my favorite West Virginia jokes. on the audience makes us feel comfortable makes us warm up to you great thing and again good show <laughs> thank you you know big head club i had to i had to come back at you i had to come back at you my nickname growing up was head and ears <laughs> uh, ian's back here he has something to say uh yeah uh, overall that was like really really good i the one thing i wanted is you said you said your grandpa was a coal miner and then he was a dentist i kind of wanted you to be like he did this thing where he tied a, a string around a tooth and then it would like went down a mine shaft or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, like, so, 
Such a yeah. stupid like that's like just curse them. Because she kind of left. Like, like it was funny that he did both jobs, but I kind of wish maybe there was like some cross. But overall, everything Why was not? really really funny. Yeah, yeah that Thank was really you. good. Maybe just some kind of mining equipment, like a yeah. mining, like one of those little things that you fill up like a box car filled with stuff, or maybe like a a winch. <laughs> Spike, yeah, like, or that, yeah, you put it to the end of a pickaxe, and every time you throw it down, you're like, ah, it's a Yankee. Yeah, you were asking for a Yankee after he came at you with a pickaxe. Yeah. <laughs> yank it, just yank it. Uh, that was a great set, though. Other comments? All Clap right. your hands Thank wildly, you. everyone, for Bill Brown. Bill Brown. Uh, we have one last comedian, and what another joy and wonderment we have here for you tonight. Uh, he killed it last fr uh, Saturday at Milk, being Chewbacca. Saw the tapes. It was very funny. I don't know. I don't know if he ever gets to do that again, or if he just has to squirrel it away in his memory for the future of whenever Halloween comes. You're gonna love him right now, everybody. It's Josh Kahn. Chewbacca <laughs> <laughs> returns. I could just literally make that noise, and it would—it ju just got a laugh every time. It was so easy. Um, thank you, Pam. Thanks for being here at Mutiny with uh, me. This will be rough. Um, I've been thinking about the election, and I wrote a song about it. It goes like this. Don't start thinking about tomorrow. Don't start dreading the apocalypse. <laughs> There'll be more zombies than ever before. So, you know, oh, something like that. Anyway, there's something there, I feel like. Yeah. Like, stop stop telling me what the people are really annoying about their politics, and they tell you that things are not the things that they are. Right? They're like, because, for, for instance, I wrote in Kanye, I don't care. Right? And they're like, oh, well, a vote for Kanye is a vote for Trump. I'm like, no, a vote for Trump is a vote for Trump. A vote for Kanye is a vote for Kanye. It's different. Like, those are different things. Like, the commercials that are like, your vote is your voice. No, it's not. My voice is my voice. I have to go someplace to vote. If my voice was my vote, I could just stay at home and yell, Bernie, in my underwear. But my voice is not, in fact, my vote. Um, that's not true. I did vote for them to bring back Zima. They're still fucking me on that one. They're still long-dicking me on that. I heard the Taliban endorses Trump. True fact, I read on the internet. The Taliban endorses Donald Trump, so... Ergo de facto, I am now a Trump supporter. <laughs> Viva la Taliban! Is that not how that is that not how that works? Come on, their jokes. Come on, calm down. Halloween, uh, Halloween, not that scary. Much like they use Christmas to try to make you think you're happy, divert your attention from the fact that you're miserable and cold and trapped inside with your relatives. They use Halloween to try to divert your attention from the fact that the real scary day is tomorrow. Obviously. Not the hopped up kids on candy, it's the hopped up adults on meth in train trucks that are the real scary thing. But they're like, no, Halloween's the scary day. Get it all out, get it all out. Um, but it ain't that scary. Um, I ran into a girl dressed as Helen Keller. She was running into a lot of people that night. Uh, I wonder if Helen Keller had been black, they probably would have only let her read Braille cookbooks. That's all my Black History Month jokes, all right? 
which I know is in February, but they should make it October because black history has the scariest history. I'm like, come on. That's been said, I'm sure. And uh, people listening to Thriller on Halloween still? What the fuck is that all about? Fuck that, dude. Don't listen to Thriller. Fuck Thriller, am I right? Don't listen to Halloween. Don't listen to Thriller on Halloween ever again, right? Who's with me on that? Anybody? Not, no, just because I've never been a fan of Michael Jackson's music. I don't have HBO. I don't even know what happened with all that other stuff that they talk about. I just have never been a fan of his music. I just don't like him. Is there some other reason I shouldn't play Thriller? Okay. This is good because of whoo. That's what this is for. That's what this is for. That's what this is for. Oh, wow. Uh, went by quick. I know. Yeah, just go fast. Um, yeah, so should I go further down the molestation route or just move on to, to silly stuff at this point? Silly stuff. Silly stuff, okay. Um, I just want to be, like, randomly resentful of people, and I want to teach other people how to be randomly resentful. So, like, give me a noun that you think I would own. Any noun. Guitar, okay? So here's, it's like a Mad Lib. You say, I really like, and then you, like, your blank. So somebody would tell me, like, hey, I really like your guitar. And my response would be, well, maybe you can have one just like it someday. No matter what it is. Just to be randomly resentful of people. Okay, and my last one will be uh, my impression. This is Bane if he worked at a Korean barbecue place. Hello, I'm Ben. I'll be your server today. We have a sizzling hot pot that brings Gotham to its knees. Drowned in kimchi. 18% gratuity is included on parties of 12 or more. You think you invented the Dine and Dash, but I was born in the Dine and Dash. What's it, ca what's it called when Batman runs out of a church? A Christian Bale. All right. Oh my God, Christian Bale! I love it. Stay up there. Stay up there. That was amazing. Um, I love the song at the top with the zombies. I know you were riffing. It was really funny. Um, stay at home at yell Bernie. All that. I love that. That whole yelling Bernie thing. That was so funny. I have a tag for you for Zima. I have a joke, and you can keep it if you ever want to say Zima again. It's just White Claw rebranded. Yeah. You can steal it from me if you want, because I don't use it. I don't use it at all ever. And if you're gonna talk about Zima, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if you're going to mention Zima, you you can use my tag if you want, because I'm not even. Um, all that other stuff. I, I When you said I don't even have HBO, I'd use that at the big punch at the end. I'd, like, talk about it for a long time, and I think that that's the actual punchline for that. Like, after you talk about Thriller for a while and blah, 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 Fighting Neverland, you're like, I don't even have HBO. I don't know what's going on. And you can say anything in that Bane voice, and it's hilarious. Oh, yeah, you can say anything. Yeah. I'm wondering... Can you speak Korean in the Bane voice? Aren't you half Korean or something? <laughs> if you could be a Korean waiter and speak in Korean in that Bane voice, that would be like the craziest thing because then you could be a translator for yourself in the Bane voice or not in the Bane voice. And if you can go back and forth from the Bane voice 
to like your voice. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of room to play there with like, cause that, that impression is so funny. Other comments? I'm whispering it in here because they're not using a microphone. No, because the radio listening audience wants to hear what they're saying, but they're not using the microphone back here at four. They're just talking. So I'm whispering it in because I'm a weirdo. She was whispering behind this mask. I said it out loud. She said it out loud, and then I... Yeah. Any other... I know I get to be a, the best ventriloquist ever. Any other comments? It was funny stuff, huh? New jokes? Everybody new jokes tonight. Everybody clap your hands together. Yay, Josh Kahn. Yeah, please, one announcement from Mike Bonds. Hey, guys, I got a quick announcement. Um, I just heard on the way over, very serious. No, seriously. Um, next week, starting next week, the McRib is back. What? McRib is seriously. back? Seriously. McRib back. is back? The McRib is back. Motherfucker, McRib so is relax. back. So relax. It's back. McDonald's. Go get it. Thank God. McRib is back. Uh, another announcement. Mu uh, Mutiny Radio and Asiento have a show this Wednesday. There's only a couple tables left for a great show that Mike Bonds is actually in, along with Drea Myers and Ryan Levine and Adam Close. And there's room for a, a guest set, actually, so I don't know who that fifth person is going to be. That is going to be a hot show. Uh, you want to go on that break. And it's free to get your table, but you just order a drink and a meal. And Asiento is super delicious. Great tapas, great and drinks. Yeah, super fun. And then on Fridays here at 7, we have Mutiny Radio's outdoor show. Please show up, and we've got chairs. Be socially distanced. We're always wearing masks. What did you have to announce, Josh? No, I was just chiming in. Oh, he was just chiming in. That's I'm great. Just you. All right, oh, we saw Hype Man. That's fantastic. Well, we're going to be back. Uh, I'll be here on Wednesday after the elections for the AltaCast and for Choose Poetry, Choose Life. Again, thanks for supporting Mutiny Radio. Our Venmo is Mutiny Radio, all one board. You can always put cash in that bucket. And uh, thanks. I'm, I'm also at a show this Thursday that's at Moscone Ballpark with Jeff Dean and Pete Balmer. So check that out at 730. It's in a ballpark. Um, dress warmly. Everybody enjoy the erection tomorrow. Erection tomorrow. Please go vote. And um, please go to the Alameda thing. We're all going to go to Alameda right now. Okay, bye. Of swimming through a sea of pine cash. Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutiny radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shitface McRat. <laughs> As the world gets wackier and less predictable in every way, it is more important than ever for us to all remember our roots. 
We wouldn't be here today if our ancestors hadn't had the capacity and the skills to take care of themselves and their communities using the resources in the natural world around them and their own two hands. My name is Wonia Thibault of Buckskin Revolution and Alone Season 6, and I started Buckskin Revolution not just to empower people with a wider range of skills to meet their basic needs, but also to inspire them with a sense of fulfillment and connection that comes with living a little closer to the earth and using our bodies, our minds, and our very DNA for what they evolved to do, to help us thrive without the need for modern technology and industry. If that sounds appealing to you, I hope you'll join me for the Fall 2020 Buckskin Revolution Online Skills Gathering, an eight-week learning experience designed to work within any schedule. It involves pre-recorded classes, live interactive sessions, and online community learning support from both myself and your fellow students. The need for these skills has never been more pressing, and Buckskin Revolution is working hard to bring them to you. I hope you can join us. Get connected with yourself and the world around you at buckskinrevolution.com. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience, like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! 4.99. My name is Jackie Fielder. I'm an indigenous, Latina, and queer educator. I sit up to fossil fuel companies, Wall Street lobbyists, and racist police unions, and won. Now, I'm running for state senate and standing up to the most real estate-backed politician in California. Changing times call for new leaders with bolder visions of our future. That means real rent and mortgage cancellation, an indigenous wildfire task force, expanded public school funding, a Green New Deal for California, single-payer health care, defunding the police, and reinvesting in communities, saving public transportation, and taxing the wealthy. And you know I can deliver because I am the only candidate to reject both direct contributions and indirect support from real estate interests, charter school advocates, law enforcement unions, rideshare and car companies, billionaires, and fossil fuel interests. 2020 is the year that we take back our district, our state, and our country for working people. Please vote Jackie Fielder for State Senate by November 3rd. I am Italian, and we brought you fascismus with Mussolini, and before that, the Romans. So if you think you live in a fascist country, well, you do. Antitrump.com is the antivirus to the Trump virus. It started in 2016 with two sketches and a dream for a better America. 
No one thought it would be this bad. He was a 70-year-old yammering Nimrod. How bad could it possibly be? We are now in a global pandemic without adequate leadership. Individual politics are not important. We need to rally behind curing the Trump virus. Go to antitrump.com. Hey, you, poetry reader. This is Bjork's sister, Mjork. It's okay. We also have a soul and a weekly poetry reading on Mutiny Radio's AltaCast. Zoomed every Wednesday at high noon from Glasgow, Scotland. One of our co-hosts from Choose Poetry, Choose Life, Andy Talbot, has a new poetry chapbook, Old Wounds, New Skin, which is available at analogsubmission.com now. Go buy it and don't let poets lie to you. Once again, that's Andy Talbot's new poetry chapbook, Old Wounds, New Skin, available at analogsubmission.com. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on mutinyradio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by Uh, Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch a full-length movie.
The Ministry of Lava manages our national lava resources to ensure that we will always have a steady supply of lava to operate the nation's active volcanoes, which in turn power our cities and methamphetamine labs. As a matter of national security, we need to reduce our dependence on foreign lava, which means an expansion of domestic lava drilling. As your chancellor, I will build lava wells all over the country, as well as secure access to more lava fields by invading Hawaii. Imagine orange gold spurting out from school playgrounds on the Great Plains and illuminating the Nebraska sky like fireworks on the 4th of July. Magma oozing over the rolling hills of Kentucky. Volcanic ash settling gently over homes in New England like fresh gray snow. If you want global lava markets to continue to be dominated by terriblest regimes like Iceland, Chile, and the Philippines, vote for my opponent, who sits in their back pocket as comfortably as Pahoehoe on the slopes of Kilauea. If you want the United States to stay competitive in the era of peak lava and beyond, then take a chance on the Chancellor. processes process and proceeding pausing with antennae with an initial and ongoing bodily communication of ourselves and our inclination of that being to proceed with the needs of for what one cannot bear perhaps in the times that it is known it is needed for hum ecosystem to ecosystem behavior we signal each other chemically through radio and the planet surfaces and air help us send and retain a message for the time it is needed creating troughs and pathways for some, and other times messages which terminate as they are gobbled up into a chemical transcription in the minds and body of the organism which noticed and indeed needed it, which starts the intraorganism communication, as attuned they are to their own bodies and they were one and many. Take a small leaf, which a caterpillar has crawled across, for what reason than perhaps to get higher on the leaf to reach a better signal. The leaf as water and material is ingested and then the plant and the water are aware of the caterpillar, who undulates and vibrates the food throughout its body, sending a little dance onto the leaf and into the air, and giving it enough energy to find its direction, and carry on its caterpillar conversation, until it finds some soft dirt to return the favor, to the soil and perhaps an even smaller organism to return the nutrients to the plant, with its own enough energy and communication to do so. Meanwhile, the caterpillar, as satisfied with his living, carries on in this manner, and begins to see the world, from leaf to leaf as it were, starting again at the bottom perhaps, pegging itself at the stem so that it, and by it I mean others, find it again, or more precisely so that they can find the direction it has come from, so that others may see the successes in this regard, and as the caterpillar travels on, the water inside of him is a sort of push-pull warble and the electrons in his body from his activity in his environment spin. And he spins, bits at a time, until his internal organization directs his feet to paddle up and arched and then sideways a bit to test, and his body carries out the instructions which both his chemical brain and atomic water provide a means of motion to do so, and in doing so aligns himself with another particular caterpillar to and from far away. As the message is clear that leaves are the place to be for such an amenable activity, and that the soil is pleased with the arrangement, 
and the plant seems keen to provide the anti-gravity for any time the caterpillar is willing to carry on with itself, and in these eventualities, as evident, the water is also stowed in a particular place near the abdomen which also drives our friend forward, to follow or be followed, and he'll find with this water, another satchel of water, in another caterpillar, warm also and traveled with a similar chemical means and process which the water knows too with its natural physics of communication as surface tension. As they say, love may be in the air as one caterpillar is nearer to another, as they love themselves and hence each other in the moments their energies provide, and inspire them to provide for another. So while their endeavor of food has been successful, they also endeavor to see and become beauty, as their measure of indicative success in their understanding of love, as one and another, and that beauty perceived is what is transceiver for the liking of one another, and in that moment of offset water displacement, these beings now close and seeing each other at the angles and properties that provides for them this optimal view of the beauty before them, for them, from in front and behind, is when they move in, to that direction, and continue their endeavors justly to make an even greater love. It's at this point, where the processes which carry life for the living proceed and as successes go, trigger further successes as life, chemically transcribed and encoded to the willingness of both to provide a new set of beings who and will, towards another one of these and more, which is encoded also in each of our parent participants, though unknowingly perhaps by their entire being, is known in that instant to the new life which now continues, and known through this very water which brought them together, coupled with the coupling of overlapping chemical loos. These reminders carry them to pause a bit and reorient themselves again, for the reasoning that things have once again changed, and change is what was required to orient at all and in the first place, the initial chemicals re-trigger the program inside the animal and apply a bit of string to the first and current bit, and, each time string is strung around, and left on that leaf, and in and about another, and each time there is movement in some part, to stay or to move and in which direction, and by push or pull or by an overriding sense of chemistry, which now is that program still, and those bits of string, and by which bits the caterpillar chooses to pull on, and to what successes those lead, and they then are perhaps oriented in their time and lives for the moments they proceed. With luck, and surely by successes and noticement of one and another, and for the desire to be and observe the enjoyments of such a living life, the orientation of all creatures around these now too, and further many caterpillars, adjusts and adjusts for them and since they are oriented they can proceed through this radiochemical life for as long as the orientation works for others, for themselves, and at each stage a new glimmering of experience brings their prior self forward, and using all their feet and strings they pull and stamp into the leaf or on a new bit of concrete wall, they now know they were not alone, confirmed by they themselves and are happy to sit sideways on this bit of concrete and chatter a bit into the airwaves, and eventually to receive a signal which indicates the direction of their mate, and they can travel and chatter and meet up again if they'd like, or to talk about the plants down below, and by radio-visual, provide a map of what is good, and what good may be found if such a visual were followed, and these signals are likely picked up specifically only by these two caterpillars although generally picked up in those attenuating their bodies, which are likely those who also seek like kind, and are in a means in their perhaps to be oriented society of bodies, and the messages as truth help further those endeavors. Of course the leaf may not always be pleased, although careful the caterpillar was to gnash on a non-reticulating portion, 
or perhaps it chomped right into a water artery that once was filled with leafy watery chemical yet unprocessed and meant for the leaf alone to handle. Well a caring and careful caterpillar and also the mandibles available to such a creature would not permit it to perish, or produce a result which was catastrophic to an environment such as discovery, and so, we're safe. The plant still holds the caterpillar to this day, and the two with many and many and legs which carry them in those organizations or organisms which have made it their living, and living they do, in their own orientation and their own times to find and direct each other on the terms of their radiochemical electrical sensations of the absolute and power of love in the universe, and the symmetry which now and has always existed, in the near and abstract sense to an observer but in absolute and positive terms for each being within themselves only to notice, and by that I mean the totality of their being, which is also the others they care in and about and for and all of those like and kind words. And thus, as we expected, the successes of this caterpillar find it even further, after its long success had brought it to a long rest, where its now known beauty has been taken internally and all the organisms and further ones ahead are ready to provide now for these unsure future success of themselves and others, and the cocoon is just their mode of transport, and their bodies continue in travel, and the life inside of them is their own now and for a time, and it is built to their own specifications as known and now dreamt of, and shielded yet expected, care is taken to provide their ultimate antenna as well, this cocoon is shaped as the world would like its shape to be and that is seen and noticed throughout the air, and water, and radio signals may bounce off of it, and they may attenuate in the direction the cocoon is to open, and all continues to become ready, and further organization and the messages ahead and behind are the busyness and business in fact of life, as celebrated. So at a time, and without the long and arduous detailing, this creature emerges larger than life which proceeds to literally carry it over these and newer and very and very like and like cable plants and trees, and their colors shine and reflect and are seen across all the caterpillars, as they were sitting on these leaves and eating their first bits of plant for perhaps their own lifetimes, and a particular color of light shines on one particular caterpillar, and causes his feet and eyes to shine in a moment, and in that moment, alters perhaps just one foot or wanks just one of his antennae, and that is part of his new direction, or perhaps it is all of them, and whatever it is, is one of trillions of communications or flying friendly is now able to bestow, and as it continues on, now fully noticed by larger creatures who perhaps weren't akin to its upbringing, the protections become greater as the ability to alter an environment is also, for altering such an environment for solely your own kind is noticed now and those settings in place for the birds or lizards or other creatures, may do well to adjust you, as you did for the creatures at the bottom bit of soil to return. And and so, care is taken and given, and we would like it to all work out, and whatever path is traveled is noticed, and so new trials begin for each creature within these means of travel and their behavior as larger creatures should and be willed to be that of their reminder of their successes as their and their own children, and so it should work, and a bit of chaos at a particular moment, is just the way a bird was turned or the wind blew on a bit of plant at a moment of crucial signaling perhaps, and adjustments are made with abilities to make choices to proceed with an orientation which has worked, to stay or move, and even staying involves movement, and this carries on in tougher times and shiny simple happy times. Just know that a message has a beginning, which is its start as triggered by life itself, 
omittal, which can be short or long depending on the last part of this any any message, which is a decoupling and simple signature which indicates the friendly nature of the message, as intended, and this happens in all aspects of messaging, on ground, in air, and further chemically wherever chemicals travel, even robust enough when known to double their walls and efforts, using stronger chemicals and bonds to relay the messages, sign as intended, and with hope deliverable by those same means. Dot. And thus concludes our observation of organized living in the processes which function as function and are keyed in their specialities which a deftness which is theirs in their time and space to utilize and the impacts of this life behavior, as exemplars for the all the time going on of a particular and the love which is observable to a non-casual acquaintance is nearer than you think, and whatever bits you choose, choose you, and thus carries forward and off the beaten path for a bit more life and livability for the planet to enjoy. This has been our messaging from the island and about the all the time San Francisco and its associated light beams of Beamery Creamery. Good luck inside and outside and about and throughout a lifetime of such discovery. AquaQC3W And sticks within and for itself, and as it's all around in the air and in the ground, and in its purity is non-reactive to the ironic core of our planet, or perhaps is very justly the stickiness which is hugely gravimetrical as tons and tons of immeasurable balance both pushing and pulling away. As our life does on these surfaces, the mood is a continuation of a flow of ideas, from the onset offset offshore shoring of its placement drawn up likely just after a globule of immense cohesion first placed from where nearby likely is the likely and likening symmetrical force of the forceries of metal, or perhaps then rock or the trillions of particles and particulars of dirt and the many sands which were to be formed by its thrashing and absorption of vitality for the oceans and its creatures, which were then made into bones and fins to swim about and be about the very place which is life. Blood is a funny substance, sometimes warm and often cold both providing for the creature and both containing the metals from the very undersurfaced earth. The cold has a very self and signaling duty for the non-observation of itself, as protective is life, towards a being which ne'er protects others, but is still serving in the facts of life and thus still available for life to continue justly. Our fish and our snake, both opposite sides of the planet course such a blood and seek themselves a warmth of the provider of others. However ironic in these cases which the provider is providing their very lives, including towards each other for the further unfortunate yet pathways justified ecosystem of the unbalanced or perhaps rebalancing of this bit of chaos. As mentioned earlier, which are additionals to chances not discovered initially and thoroughly enough that a creature's start, to encode their messages justly for the equilibrium as designed for them, and so they carry on, and we do. The warmth of this blood, provides for and about and furthering our previous hero, our caterpillar, whose lifetime has been discussed and enjoyed as he and she in fact did their entirety of life and living and carry forward their warmth towards the like and likeness of their kind and in kind others for these processes of continuation of success, which is the forward and backward and still forward thinking and behavior of any creature with a wit to match the planet from an onset and lives very natural way to carry on this motion. So back to water. Even in its purity, its electrons spin, and thus it finds its own environment, perhaps against a rock or a trough or a larger body with the sky above it. 
and I do believe it knows its surface. For the surface is where it changes, and surely even a simple electron knows about change, for that is its very nature, and so they spin in a line, and spin, and because they have the ability to see their proton as larger than life to itself, and the other particles within the atom are corollary to the largest portions, which in turn are turned by, consider them the feet like our caterpillar, the atom of water forms its body, as it is known, and this body enjoys electricity as any other, and radio is electrical, and warm bodies transmit electricity, and so the water's mood reflects, and reflect it does from the sky up for signal and down as well to the other creatures, and even to the electrons embedded in this body, and provides for it to be noticed and live and be consumed and move to the places it may find and be found as beauty in the what is needed and enjoyed, and as it's pouring over itself and these ideas, each electron continue to spin like a wheel, motioning one another to be like and like and in like kind be kind towards those who are also so, and so, is it messaging to procreate, and by procreate I mean to maintain the natural messaging in those moments of electron alignment, and to be picked up and swallowed perhaps into the warmth, where its electrons are yet still more powered on, and as it moves, it carries with it the strong atomic forces of the water it's left behind, and carries on messaging from far away as to whether and weathered, this is the direction to travel for the benefit of life, for it is at its very center and further the precipitation and cleansing of water to ensure that unliked messages are cleared and that things can begin again for our kind fluidity, in which the sediment is left to the earth and its creatures to notice and further organize a means to signal the lattices of creatures on the positivity which came out of such a precipitous moment, so to quite literally speak. Water of course, does spin around, and as we are always in between in one place or the other, this is also known as the opposite which attracts the ability to move at all, from north to south in fact, at the axis tilted, because otherwise the planet wouldn't spin at all, which is entire basis of life, this slight offset and spin, at an angle, which like a stripe of candy or more precisely the way one might turn and peel an apple or a potato, although in the opposite by means of applying and stripping and reapplying the wood is just from the sun as we turn and our beings flock for heat and their behaviors create the need for water to be used and cleansed. It is known that water can do its will, by weather alone so strong that, while man, plant, animal and even mineral, have come in concert to produce such an event, be known that even a vastly apparent destructive force of the strong weathers of water, are made purely to further provide a sort of deployment of itself to further its duties to travel to the what is needed, if even for itself, for the needs of the summation and culmination of all of the rest, although apparent by mass and time, and thus unexpected and large, yet noticed to the point which is hopefully grappled with and planned for our heroes by perceptions future and abilities. Thus water is the ultimate in confidence, and is really only defeated as entrapped by a toxicity of fire plus material, which it spends its origins fighting against, for even far away it's heard its own sizzling screams of the near end to its atomics, and as some escape into vapor, and perhaps are further trapped and embedded with coal in the air, the lesson continues for our fair and just water, and just water plus what is required for life is what we in hence water agree to carry and the arrangements in the skies are like too, with senators as clouds to direct the battle onward and over to never be over, yet and over and over again. Dot. At these stages, with the planet turned inside at by our own ingenuity, and likeness to dig and dig and utilize what we find, 
and find how to utilize is now what we do, and everything must have a purpose. Despite our true belief that this purpose is to leave what one cannot use, but find and discover and discover for and for another we still do, and pipelines are built because we can use all the oil from one place, and without need we create a need, because it is so fast and so specifically where we found it that it must be gold, we think to ourselves with a greed perhaps, and in actuals because it is so toxic, and locked away for reasons we may ne'er discover as it's been plundered and moved about so many times and ingested and fed to our fish, and soils, that water in these stages is locked up in its own cages as it were, and living has become a mockery for our said water and even it may not be heard very far away, as its material time is spent spinning idly from a place without savior. Where water has saved all of us time and time again, the oil is so toxic that it cannot even be ingested as a lucky salad for a fellow, where at least the fats would agree and stay with this man for the lifetime of himself to get to another salad. And yet, while we have a lot of it, water, we have a lot of this crudity as well and crude as we are to continue and carry it on and over to burn the skies and ground a bit more to get to places and behave like the mode of transport is our usual consumption, our cars become ourselves and our feet, very unlike and unlike into our caterpillar, and creates for us all sorts of wrong signals and directions, for we need to utilize and fix the very signaling onto the vehicle which surely cannot signal him for itself, nor to the trillions of roadways we've trampled with the same petroleum which fuels us onto the ground as asphalt, further trapping up water, even as it drops from the skies and is run over time and time again by the slicks of a slick exhaust, again bringing us to nowhere in particular, as is not know the quadrillions of useless messages and interception of said electrochemical messaging we impact and even our light travels to a supermarket, to pick up packaged goods, which in turn were shipped in this fashion. And the planet is cold for those who need it warm, and hot for those that need it temperate, and the water is unbalanced in favor of the favorable whose favors are to transport it with aqueducts and further in plastics and trucks and man-made lakes and the watering of lawns for the good looks of a suburban development designed to look good in the 1950s, and to further separate us from nature, and to provide an interior to an education to continue to do so, and even separate us from cities while are as well asphalt in construction, at least have the oddity of diversity and diversion to spin oneself in the possibility of a direction to make a change. And in any event, as some have learned and settled, the eventfulness continues, and we slip pieces of paper through the mail to make our choices now, and don't rudimentarily encode them on a leaf, as we're in larger-than-life moments, and in these moments, our belief carries us far. And sadly as belief as an idea without success does not reach a narrow chemical ground encoding, only those who maintain themselves internally may continue for a time, as their materials allow them, without a survivability that is nature, which continues on, however poisoned the message we have created, and muckery of the signal which is meant both for us and for the all now incredible numbering and organization of instantaneousness to move even a slight bit to the left or right or in fact up and around as well and well understood and continues to be trodden, and our slight caterpillar is hopefully in range for a lifetime of lifetimes and we do, should know that's not enough, and to perpetuate, is simply that, it is ongoing and forever, and so we take this brief in-flight pause, to encourage you to find a direction to move slightly or gently or in kind kind of way to fiddle or faddle not and to, with each step find yourself in the parts which need to spin for others to find others. 
and the monument is your daily activities to do so, and complex is what we've made it and staticity is what has provided our profound need and actual desire to change, and that grappling with the current of water is not likely to reckon well, as in a well, which is both buried and buries man who continue to put water in a bad mood. This has been and continues a continuation of life and living with the proximity of all things known to man, in the minds and bodies as available in the retransmission of materials to the planets, spinning ever onwards towards our very likable sun, Aqua Q. Not yet my friends, please, this is an impassioned plea from Pam Benjamin, the director of Mutiny Radio. Let us live past October, you think it's a joke? COVID is decimating all of us, and especially us here at Mutiny Radio. We have money left until October 1st. Don't let anyone sing, despite of their size. Please, please go donate to our GoFundMe. Go to mutinyradio.fm and click that GoFundMe button. Or just go to Venmo, Mutiny Radio, all one word. Just Mutiny Radio. Give us five bucks. Help us keep free speech and radical self-expression real and alive here in San Francisco and all over the world. Please donate to our Mutiny Radio. Go fund me and keep us alive in 2020 and beyond. Don't let our world end. I'm Italian, and we brought you fascismus with Mussolini, and before that, the Romans. So if you think you live in a fascist country, well, you do. Antitrump.com is the antivirus to the Trump virus. It started in 2016 with two sketches and a dream for a better America. No one thought it would be this bad. He was a 70-year-old yammering nimrod. How bad could it possibly be? We are now in a global pandemic without adequate leadership. Individual politics are not important. We need to rally behind curing the Trump virus. Go to antitrump.com. Hey, you, poetry reader. This is Bjork's sister, Mjork. It's okay. We also have a soul and a weekly poetry reading on Mutiny Radio's AltaCast. Zoomed every Wednesday at high noon from Glasgow, Scotland. One of our co-hosts from Choose Poetry, Choose Life, Andy Talbot, has a new poetry chapbook, Old Wounds, New Skin, which is available at analogsubmission.com now. Go buy it, and don't let poets lie to you. Once again, that's Andy Talbot's new poetry chapbook, Old Wounds, New Skin, available at analogsubmission.com. Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Jo-
join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on mutinyradio.fm for Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube. We watch the best movies that, uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. All right. We are deep into the happy hour. We're a couple minutes in. We've got some comedians that are all together outside, socially distanced, together in spirit not actually in practice, just in spirit. Please remember that happy hour open mic is a clean mic because we're projecting onto the street at 21st in Florida. And although we have a permit from the city that says, heck yeah, go ahead and do that. We have neighbors and they have children and they don't want to hear our terrible F swears in their delicate ears. So it's not that hard not to swear, I promise. So please, 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 please do your best. Also, uh, we are here for safety. We've got all the safety. Um, a lot of comedians have their own mic condoms. I have mine in my pocket. If you did not bring your own microphone or your own mic condom, by the door there are purple gloves, and I invite you to take one of those purple gloves and use it as a condom, a five-fingered condom, over the mouth of that Microphone. It, don't worry, it doesn't dampen the sound too much. All right, also there is a bucket over there for donations because, boy, do we need it. Um, COVID was really tough on Mutiny Radio, and somehow I kept it alive. So, I don't know. My parents don't think I'm a genius, but uh, whatever. I did it. Yay, me. Okay, I'm going to come around, do a couple jokes. We're going to get this thing started. Clap. Your tootsies, yay, clap, clap. Here comes the pitch, and it comes in wide. Fresh mic condom, fresh condom on the mic. How is that first sound wise? Everybody can hear, need to be a little louder. Good. All right, hey, here we are on the street. Hey, how you doing? Comedy on the street. It's a good time. Uh, yeah, hey, new guys, girls, that's exciting stuff. That, this, this first name can't be a real name. Sometimes when you look at names on the list and you're like, that's, that's, there can't be a real, I'm going to look at your ID after because I don't believe it. I also don't believe, okay, no, it, I can hear it. You know how, like, when you talk into microphones so much, you don't know if you can hear yourself on the speakers or not? That's me. Uh, I'm your host, Pam Benson, for tonight. Hi, guys. You look like you're 17. I know that the mask is weird, but show me that pretty mouth. Are you? How old are you? I was 18. I was a year off. See, if you were young, one year younger, that would have been really inappropriate. But this, in this case, no problem. 18, yeah. No, I, how did you hear about it, young man? He told you. All right. Well, cool. You're not Ian, though. You're not Ian Langway. I can't tell. Everybody looks the same with masks on at this point. I'm like, I'm supposed to know everybody from their eyes. I was walking down the street, and a, and a gentleman, he's like, Pam, Pam. I'm like, I'm not going to, I can't tell who you are. With the, It's going to be even more awkward than it usually is. Ooh, I don't remember anybody's names, though. That's why you wrote them down on this wonderful list. So lucky. Uh, all right, so I'm going to, when I come out, I'll bring out the little horn and a little timer. When you hear the horn, it'll go, wow, wow, wow. 
Uh, that means you have a minute. So uh, that's how that works. Uh, don't ain't, ain't no nation like a donation. Uh, hook us up. That would be cool. Uh, also, please remember this is a clean mic because of our neighbors, so no F squares. You can say slip. You can say darn. I mean, whatever. You're going to be fine. Don't worry. Don't get, don't get too nervous about it. Not that tough. Uh, all right. First comedian of the night has an amazing name. Put your hands together, everybody, for Johnny Casino. everybody. How you doing? Having fun at the Freak Show? Wonderful 21st in Florida. Raise your hands. Are you from San Francisco? Anyone? Who is anyone? All right, I guess I'm the bullet in the room. Anyway, yeah, my name really is Johnny Casino. I'm like Yeah, I'm a comedian. I live in Sac Sacramento. I live in Sacagawea. Right now, right. While trying to when that happens. All right. <laughs> this is already better than my last set when the brawl broke out. That's kind of fun. Um, San Francisco. I don't really visit here often. I used to come here every week to do shows, and then um, two years ago, I just sort of, I don't know, I dried up, the town drove, it's better behind the speakers, safer back here, is it, yeah, 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 there we go, there's the sweet spot right there, <laughs> the doorway's the sweet spot, welcome, welcome, come on in, comedy across the street, come on over, all right, so, um, you guys, there's a lot of different things that go on in life, right? You guys travel, you date, all that stuff. It's a thing. I don't know why I've never had a problem with you. I just don't know. All right. That's no problem. I'll talk through it. <laughs> or through the pain. I'm in a lot of pain right now. It's been a long time since I've tried to do comedy. So, um... I keep getting distracted by that. Um, I am um, I'm happily in a relationship now, and it took a while, and there was a lot of uh, the dating scenes kind of crazy now. We've all heard dating app jokes, so I'm not really gonna shove those down your throat right now. But um, I had to use dating apps because people don't meet each other naturally anymore. So I go to um, go on a couple different ones. You go on a bunch of dates. I really found that this to be a constant, though. Really, all dating is is a, a really elaborate roommate search. All you're really finding, you're, you're looking for someone who's going to match 
um, your style, your cleaning schedule, and hopefully um, has a larger mattress than you do. Uh, I also think that mostly what's happening when people come over to your house for that first time they visit you is they're just uh, evaluating where you live. They look at your uh, windows, they're like, ooh, okay, you have curtains, that's a plus. A dishwasher, nice, nice. And a laundry machine, cool. When can I move in? And I, I have my own dating app idea now because of that, because that's the way it always seems. People checking out your amenities. I want a dating app that just connects those with a washer and dryer with those who don't have one. Call it Tumble. Yeah, it's, it's dry humor. Let it whirl around your head for a while. I'm just trying to give you my all here. feeling washed up <laughs> anyway um, when I was out dating I met a couple of weird women and um, they kind of shocked me in a little way uh, there's this one person I went out with things were going well and we went to her house when I went to her house for the first time we arrived and first thing I did is I checked the front lawn no children's toys good <laughs> not ready to be a dad and we get to her door though, right? She opens the door, and I'm just hit with this funk. Just hits me right in the face. Just bam! I wish masks were there around then. And it stank really bad. I was like, oh my god! I realized what it was. This woman's a hoarder. You guys know what hoarders are like, right? Uh, you've seen the show. You maybe are one. Um, but she wasn't a hoarder of like goods. She was a hoarder of sugar gliders. You guys know what those are? But she had about 15 of them. And as soon as we walked in the door, they just started whipping around because they fly. If you don't know what a sugar glider is, it's a little tiny squirrel that flies. And as they fly, they'll piss and shit wherever they want to go. Sorry for the cuss. That was unavoidable. But there's plenty of it on the streets, so we're cool. Um, yeah, the little sugar gliders, one of them lands right on my shoulder, right? I'm like, Ugh. She's like, oh, you like my little friends? Like, uh, not really, but I want to get laid, so <laughs> yeah, I love them. Um, and then this is the fun, this is the best part. She produced a grape from her person to feed it. We were out for four hours. We didn't go buy grapes. Where did the grapes come from? She just had them on her the whole time. She's like, here you go. And it feeds the little guy on me. And then it flies off into the wild of her house. And then she's, at this point, I'm already like, I don't want to be here. This is kind of gross. And uh, so I say, hey, uh, I think I want to go. She's like, no, 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 why don't you come in the bedroom? And I'm like, you know, I need to get laid. Okay, fine. So I go to her bedroom, and the cage for those circle gliders is in the bedroom. It takes up half of the bedroom. And it's like the epicenter of where the smell is coming from, too. So that's really pody. And uh, I was really, really worried about, like, what I, if I was going to, how do I leave? What do I do? And then she's like, you want to get on the bed? I'm like, uh, yeah. Yes, I do. So we start fooling around, and then I hear her door open, right? And then she starts panicking. Oh, no, no. I got to uh, – we, uh, we stopped. I'm like, well, what's wrong? She's like, my mom's home. I was like, oh, don't be embarrassed. And she said, no, no, no. I'm not embarrassed that someone's here. I I'm embarrassed that you're a comedian. Anyway, that was a joke. Pam gave me the honk. Yeah? You want me to wait for you to come, no, come back? Come on by me. I'll be in the corner while I talk to you guys. Well, no, that was your yeah, 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 yeah. That's good. 
checks out? It does. I was high on Adderall last night researching this. <laughs> I wasn't. This is an old joke. No, but seriously, like, it's amazing. Benjamin Franklin, the greatest mind of his time. He wrote our Constitution. He invented the stove. How did he discover electricity? Anybody know? He flew a kite into a thunderstorm at 3 in the morning. That's not a man of science. That's a drunk man <laughs> flying a kite into a thunderstorm at 3 in the morning. That's why now we have this theory that Jesus Christ was the only sober man up until that time period. You guys know the story in the Bible where he fed like 5,000 people with three fish, a couple loaves of bread? No, you're all going to hell? That's okay. Me too. But he fed 5,000 people with three fish. It says so in the Bible where it happened next to you. Do you guys remember? It happened next to a river. That means everybody in the Bible is too drunk to know where fish come from. Jesus says, take my hand, and I shall guide you into the promised land. That's him trying to get his drunk apostle friends home at four in the morning. I could see him pacing up and down the streets of biblical Bethlehem just going, Judas! Jesus Christ, man. I swear to God, we need to stop doing this shit. We're all going to hell. I'll meet you there. That's my time. Keep it going for Pam Benjamin, everybody. Hunter Uniac, everyone. Hunter Uniac, yes. Jesus jokes like a professional. Uh, my favorite Bible verse is actually Leviticus 20:22, which is if you sleep with your father-in-law, you should both be stoned. I love to be stoned. I'll tell you right, right out the gate. That's absolutely true. Uh, your next comedian, I believe she likes to get stoned too. Uh, you're gonna enjoy it very much. Put your hands together, everybody, for Alessandra, yay! guys, huh? How are you? How are you doing? I want to show you my new mask. It's uh, specifically a mask for all the Karens that ask you to, you see this mask? You understand? So if uh, somebody asks, ma'am, can you please pull your mask over the nose? And I'm like, of course, ma'am, hang it right away. All right? So that's my Karen mask. Um, you know, I don't know if you guys noticed. It come from a painting of mine. I actually painted it, and then I printed on a thing. It's so self-made. <laughs> so cool. Anyway, lately I, I find out lately that I am um, all my young friends' uh, favorite porn fetish, the stepmom. I don't know if you heard that. That's one of the most searched the fet step fetish, whatever. <laughs> Porn fetish, yes, is one of the most, do you, do you agree on that? I don't, I, because I don't search for that for porn, actually, but I heard of it, and I'm like, wow, so you agree. Wow, okay. And then I hear all those, like, hypocrites singing, and I'm like, but no, you can't have sex with younger men because you could be their mom. I'm like, but that's the whole point. That's exactly the point. Otherwise, I wouldn't be the stepmom making porn, it's all, it's all thing, doesn't care. That one, no thanks, um, you know. And you know what I say when it comes with uh, younger men? What I'm saying is that age different. I'm like, yeah, what is that? That means that the bigger the boner, the smaller the age different counts, right? Anyway, it is, it is, it's 
Yeah. And anybody happy about the apocalypse? But we got, you know, we won't even notice about because we're all on our phone 24-7, almost. So we can't even realize that it's happening. We realize it through the phone, but, you know, if it really happened, like a big boom, if we won't like, oh, yeah, we can catch it on camera, though. <laughs> Do you have one of those friends that is, like, happy, actually, that it's all going to boop, boop? <laughs> right? One of those friends that is like, yes, that's great. We're all going to live like Mad Max. I'm like, you're such an idiot. Where are you going to get your weed? How are you going to watch your porn? I'm like, excuse me. You know, there's not going to be porn. How are we going to eat? We're going to have to, like, sell body parts or trade body parts from, like, dead people we find on the street. We go to the black market. We're like, hey, Joe, how are you doing today? Hey, can I give you a head for that piece of ass over there? Okay, are you going to charge me an arm and a leg like last week? I mean, come on. Come on. Please, please. Uh, you know, so I'm like, um, and my friend will be like, yeah, that would be cannibal porn. I'm like, oh, you know. Um, there is an ad that I did with Pam here at the radio and says exactly this. I'm Italian, everybody. And we brought you lots of good things. Food, uh, great pizza, great uh, music, opera, all those things. We brought you also fascism with Mussolini. Didn't we? We brought you fascism with Mussolini. And then we brought you before that the Roman, you know. So if you thought that you live in a fascist country, actually you're getting there because you have always been living in the fake democracy and freedom to be enslaved to the, you know, to the corporate bank, whatever world. The world of war, the world of endless artificial intelligence, all those worlds that we have uh, 